0: Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. The rand is trading at 12 rand 91 to the US dollar, 16 rand 82 to the pound sterling, and 14 rand 88 to the euro. The euro is at one dollar 15. The dollar is currently trading at 112.05 Japanese yen. The Chinese yuan is at one rand 91, and in India, one rand is worth four rupees 97. In Nigeria, one US dollar is trading at 304 naira 90. In Kenya, a dollar costs 103 shilling 65, and in Botswana, one dollar will buy you 10 pula 14. Today, the Reserve Bank will release its decision. On interest rates, with expectations for no change in the repo rate at seven percent and the prime overdraft rate of ten point five percent. On the stock markets, the JSE closed mainly higher after better than expected consumer price inflation data for the month of June and an increase in retail sales of one point seven percent in May. The alter index rose by one point six percent to fifty four thousand and ninety one. Financials gained one point four percent, the industrial twenty five index was one point eight percent firmer. Top ten resources added one point. Three percent. Platinum mining index increased by three point seven percent, but the gold board declined by zero point four percent. On the capital market, the yield on the R one eight six government bond closed at eight point six five percent. European markets ended higher. Britain's FTSE one hundred added half a percent. The CAC forty in France was zero point eight percent firmer, and Germany's DAX was zero point two percent up. Markets in the United States closed at a new record high. Uh, the Dow Jones adding zero point three percent as oil prices climbed over one percent and banks and technology stocks also rose on strong corporate earnings. Stock markets in Asia, they're trading higher this hour. Exports from Japan increased by 9.7% year-on-year in June, which is the seventh consecutive month of higher exports, while imports jumped 15.5% in June from a year earlier. And this has left Japan with a smaller trade surplus compared to June a year ago. The Bank of Japan has also left interest rates unchanged at negative 0.1%, as widely expected. The Nikkei is 0.6% up. Hong Kong's Hang Seng has added 0.3%. Mainland China China's Shanghai Composite Index 0.2% up. Australia's ASX or Ordinary Share Index has so far gained 0.4%. And the Sensex on India's Bombay Stock Exchange 0.3% firmer. And looking at commodities, gold trading at $1,238, platinums at $916 per ounce. The price of Brent crude oil, $49.65 a barrel creeping ever closer to that $50 mark. And we're joining the line now by Yana Fantief, Head of Real-Time Research at ETM Analytics. Morning, Yana. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to all the listeners. Well, uh, nice to start off on a positive note because there was some positive news on the domestic data front yesterday. Uh, June inflation coming in uh, lower than expected. Retail sales growth surprising to the top side. Uh, Briefly, talk to us about these data releases. So, know, it's
1: definitely nice to have some some good news um, on the data front. And as you mentioned, first up we had that CPI release, which came in at 5.1% year on year. -year. This was uh, softer than expected and also the softest um, inflation rate that we have seen in in quite some time, um, to be be exact. I think it's about 18 uh, months. Yes, it's an 18-month low, and that 5.1% number. And the main drivers of the softer inflation rate in June um, included uh, transport um, inflation, which softened, as well as clothing and footwear, and then restaurants um, and hotels prices in, in that industry. And if we quickly look at, at what's driving prices lower. For example, the transport component, um, that's a combination of, of softer international product prices, in other words, bring crude, and then also the resilience in the RAND. And the combination of these two components through the course of the past couple of months have resulted in um, petrol prices falling quite significantly, and that's helping to alleviate pressure on overall CPI. Looking at the clothing and footwear component, now most of these products are imported products. And, again, here it's a story about um, RAND resilience. What we've seen now is that the, the strengthening in the RAND that occurred through the course of 2016 and into 2017 is now starting to have a, a real significant impact on consumer prices because the RAND has a lagged effect um, on the inflation rate. So definitely a positive there as well. And then, finally, the restaurants and hotel component. Um, this is also closely linked to the softening trend in food price inflation that we have seen, and we expect to see um, softer food prices uh, or softer food price inflation also to persist in the coming months, as forward-looking indicators still point to scope there for for softer food price inflation. Um, Overall, the outlook on CPI, uh, we believe, is still quite positive. We think there's a very real risk that um, inflation pressures could be much less, um, you know, much less pronounced than generally expected. In other words, inflation could surprise to the downside in coming months, and then that of, of course, would be something um, that could feed into a more dovish, um, soft um, policy stance. In other words, a higher risk for interest rate cuts. Um, Moving on to to the retail sales numbers, what we saw is that the annual growth rate, um, although it softened from 2% in April, that was a number that was revised higher from 1.5%, and then the main number came in at 1.7%, it does seem as though the retail sector is seeing a a bit of a stabilisation. It's recovered off those Jan lows, and we are also seeing that um, the softer overall softer inflation environment seems to be providing um, some reprieve to South African consumers. Now, that being said, um, we are still a bit cautious in terms of, of the outlook on the retail sector going forward, um, given that there are still numerous hurdles for the South African consumer and factors that are, are you know, Exerting pressure on South African consumers, and these, of course, include the particularly high level of, of unemployment. We've got uh, weak consumer confidence levels, and then also in terms of credit dynamics, um, South African consumers at at present are quite reluctant to take on debt to finance their purchases. And this is something that could keep a cap on retail sales going forward. So. On balance for the retail sector, we think that the best-case scenario in the months ahead is for a stabilisation rather than seeing a significant upswing in retail sales growth.
0: Yana, the big event on the local radar today is, of course, uh, the South African Reserve Bank's decision on monetary policy. Uh, what are the expectations on that front?
1: Uh, For the time being, Sakina, uh, we are of the view that the Saab will will not um, implement any changes to the monetary policy rate at the meeting today. We think that um, the volatility that we have seen in in the RAND um, since the previous NPC meeting is something that could entice the bank to hold off on on making any policy changes for now. But we see a very real risk of the bank adopting a more dovish monetary policy stance. Uh, we think that they, they could open the door for potential interest rate reductions as soon as the September meeting. And um, this, again, as I mentioned earlier, ties in with the ETN view that inflation could come in lower than what is generally expected through the course of the month ahead. So while we don't see any change um, in interest rates today, we think that we will possibly start to see interest rate cuts um, maybe as soon as the September meeting. If not at the September meeting, then um, possibly at the November meeting. And in terms of of the magnitude of interest rate cuts that we expect, we think that the SAAB could lower uh, the repo rate by as much as uh, more or less 100 basis points through the course of the next year. And that is something that could provide some, some reprieve to South African consumers, although we don't think that interest rate cuts Um, are a solution to the South African um, economy's uh, challenges. In order to to really get um, to kickstart economic growth, we need to see some concrete changes um, in terms of of, um, economic policy reform. So... Yeah, some good news, um, hopefully, um, for the consumer um, later this year from an interest rate perspective. But for the time being, we think interest rates will possibly um, stay
0: unchanged. From your lips to Les Lise- Echa ears. Um, in Europe, similarly, the European Central Bank, uh, they'll also be delivering uh, their latest monetary uh, decision uh, on the policy there. Do you expect any changes there, Jana?
1: Uh, so, Kino, uh, as is the case with the Saab, uh, we don't think that the European Central Bank will do anything um, to, in terms of changing monetary policy today. Um, however, the markets will closely monitor what is being said at this meeting for any cues that the bank could consider um, scaling back their massive monthly bond purchases um, later this year. I think uh, currently expectations are for them to to maybe hint at when they're going to start doing this at the September meeting. Um, so the markets have been pricing in risk for a walkish um, European central bank, and that's been pushing up interest rates um, on or, or rates on European government bonds, sorry, not European government bonds, on German bonds, which is viewed as, as the benchmark for, for Europe, European interest rates. And um, we think that the risk today is that the ECB perhaps um, – offers a less hawkish um, bias than than what the market has been pricing in. We think that while major global central banks are talking up risks for monetary policy tightening or rather perhaps monetary policy normalization, that uh, there aren't too many pressures at this point in time to force them into tighter policy. So the risk is then that uh, the ECB
0: is less, less hawkish than what the market expects them to be. Well, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much, Jana.